Welcome to the Next Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, award-winning, best-selling author, Gloria Coppola, story development editing coach, award-winning international educator, and publisher for independent authors. The next chapter will bring you tips, inspiration, and motivation to complete your next chapter. Thanks for tuning in today. wants to talk editing today. No, no, we don't want to talk editing today, do we? We want to get to writing. Yes, you do. But let's go over some simple things first. Now you know I'm a story development editing coach. And what does that mean? Well, it means that I want to help you start out right. And while I always encourage my authors to write, 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 edit later, here's some tips to help you write, write, write in a clearer way, a more succinct way. So if you follow some of these simple tips right from the beginning, guess what? Editing is going to become easier in the end. And your editor that you hire might even be pretty proud of you saying, wow, you didn't make all the common little mistakes. So take your notebook out and let's get started. Sentences. Are you one of those people that writes long run on sentences to explain everything? Well, if you read it out loud, you're going to understand it kind of doesn't make sense. (laughs) You need to take two breaths to finish it. And typically it can be cut into two sentences, maybe even three. I've seen that happen. But here's what I have found most of all. Very often, half of that information your reader doesn't need to know. You heard me. So you're going to start cutting out sentences and words in your sentences that do not provide valuable information. You want small actions and points and remove redundancy. I often see just in one long run on sentence that what was said in the beginning is said again in that long run on sentence or even that same paragraph. So you want to remove any redundant statements and words that mean the same. The more that you pay attention to that, you're going to find that your story gets clearer and clean really quick. You know, word choices are another thing that I want you to pay attention to. And specifically, weak word choices and words that don't need to be in your sentence. For example, the word that. And it was funny because a proofreader I work with, she catches it all the time. And it was something that I didn't even realize as I'm working with people, how often they put it in their sentences when it's not needed, because I'm working with them so closely, I'm not paying attention to all of that. And, you know, you read things so many times, you don't see certain things, but now I do. And I want you to pay attention to that too. For example, he said that he never wanted to become an engineer. He said he never wanted to become an engineer. So you don't need the word that. So don't use it. It's not needed. Take the extra words out where they're not needed. And when you read it out loud, you'll see it makes sense. So take that out when it's not needed in that sentence. Okay. And then let's look at the the weak words like very. We have a tendency to say, oh, I was very, very fascinated. I was very mad. I was very extremely sad. Okay. You got some unnecessary words that can be utilized more powerfully. So for example, instead of saying very mad, what about furious? What about melancholy for very sad? So when you pull out 
the thesaurus <laughs> and you're looking for words to use to replace things like mad or sad or anything else, make sure that you choose a word that you would use in your conversations. It can't be unnatural, all right? So sometimes we want to have these very elaborate and exotic words and they just don't fit or make sense. So find one example, furious versus mad, okay? And then I want you to look at where you're, you know, you could be wasting other words. So when you read your work out loud, you will hear where you're wasting other words, right? And you're exaggerating where it doesn't need to be exaggerated. And sometimes people want to use like profanity in their stories. And there's a place for that. When you overuse that, (laughs) the word that, when you overuse profanity or the word that or your weak words, it's going to lose the potency, the value, and, and the effect you want the reader to have on your story. So let's create clear, clean, and compelling stories that work. So when you're doing your rough draft and you're moving into your working draft, yep, there's more than one, you want to cut out at least 10% and tighten up your work, condense it. Make sure that there is clarity in the voice that you're speaking in so that your reader really understands you. And please take everything out. That's not needed, okay? So these are some simple tips of editing that the more you become aware of these things, the less you will do them, the cleaner your work will be. And when you move into a working manuscript, you're already a jumpstart ahead of most people. I'll be providing more editing tips and bringing on one of my editors to uh, explain some things and give you more tips. But in the meantime, get started with these simple things and you will create a fabulous next chapter. Thank you for joining us today. I am Gloria Coppola, the owner and founder of Powerful Potential and Purpose Publishing, and I'm here to help you get your word out to the world, whether it's through story development, coaching, and editing, whether you need graphic design and layout, or line and copy editing, and help with promoting your stories and books. So reach out to me at Gloria at GloriaCoppola.com, and if you'd like to be a guest on my show, well then send me an email saying guest, and if you're an author, We can interview you here and share your message to the world. Have a beautiful day.